welcome back, Kyle. Welcome. <laughs> I didn't go anywhere. <laughs> I know. I was trying to, you know. Beep. So, uh, welcome back to Bombarded, uh, Dungeon Maestro, Kyle, of course, right. as per usual. So, <laughs> recapping last episode real quick. So we started off, the bards had all made it back safely to the office, and they were formulating their plan, took a little bit of a break to rest up before going forth and trying to find out what was going on, you know, taking that uh, freight elevator down to the basement and everything. Of course, while they were resting, uh, they noticed a sound coming from one of the vents in the office safe area. Yep. And uh, Razzle hopped up on some Yashi's shoulders and checked it out, and a little slime came out and backed Razzle in the face. Yeah. Almost leaving a purple mark, but luckily that constitution worked out. There were a lot of 20s last episode. Yeah, I was going to say, that was the first one, I think, where all of us rolled a natural 20. And multiple times at that. Yeah. It's true. It's did ridiculous. you roll a natural 20, Kyle? I believe I did. Maybe? It was probably for Tabitha, uh, if anything. Mm-hmm. I don't think I rolled for anybody. Bam. Uh, yeah. Yashi was like, well, we can't leave this place unsecured, and uh, did some construction worker work to block up that vent. But after you got rested up, you all got ready along with Tabitha and made your way towards where the freight elevator would be and, of course, encountered some infected students that you had already knocked out previously but seemed to have come back. Major passed through them while also encountering that small blob. Seems like, you know, it came out and tried to take opportunity of what was going on. I should have used my mantle. Yeah. I should have done it. <laughs> well, it would be fine. To feel the people at home. You're like, use your mantle, asses. I've thought that... Anyways. Next time. <laughs> Next okay. time. You yeah. still have a chance to use it. So yeah. don't, don't, don't Tell me fret, about it. young <laughs> Razzle. <laughs> but you got past that whole hallway interaction. And then, of course, the the main crux of the episode was being able to fit inside this smaller made-for-food freight elevator. Mm-hmm. And uh, when Yashi got small, that kind of helped. And, of course, Razzle tried to pick it up with some transformations, which did not help. <laughs> The last episode was not my episode. I gotta say, even with all the natural twins, I feel like going back and listening, like editing it, I was like, what was I thinking? But well, we have this episode to make up for it, so <laughs> no pressure. We'll see what happens. Yeah, but uh, you eventually wound up writing a song where you were able to. Uh, make your magic make Razzle and Tabitha smaller so that you could fit in the elevator and therefore you did and took the freight elevator down and uh, once you got down there you opened it up Randy opened it up so sneakily so quietly and noticed there's like 20 people that are infected down here in this basement and that being Ugh. a bunch of construction workers and the front desk person and Symbol yep. which of course you saw Symbol doing his specific dance and everything but you yeah. snuck through this grouping you just moved so quietly as a group and of course there was stinky down here it's like stinky old food and, stinky uh, old splash yeah it was <laughs> splash just covered in stinky old food up to that point at the closer we got to splash the stinkier it got so hmm. yeah it was getting yep. stinkier the yeah. closer you got to splash but then you passed splash yeah and uh, it looked like he did some weird dance that he wasn't doing and then looked sad and mumbled something which you didn't hear it doesn't matter but uh <laughs> Single tear rolls down Kyle's <laughs> But uh, you made your way to to an open door where, of course, as you passed Splash, it was getting stinkier. Yeah. And uh, you could tell there was a really nasty smell coming from whatever this open door was down in the basement. And inside you found the essentially what was supposed to be the cooler area that you saw the construction workers uh, many, many episodes towards the beginning of the podcast uh, as they were trying to fix that and get that all ready. And it looks like it had not been refrigerated properly and mold was overgrowing in this large mound in the corner. Of course, you noticed that one out of the two vents in the room for, you know, airflow was busted down and you wound up trying your Pimerson spray along with some Randy fire magic to see if you could just, you know, napalm death this thing 
thing in a way. Uh, and yeah, that worked enough to actually draw out the blob, which was much bigger than the one you saw in the hallway. It landed next to you. Tabitha ran up trying to Pemeris in it, thinking that that would work. And uh, she slipped and actually was consumed. The blob has moved over her. So we're starting there with an initiative roll. Tabitha will be inside this ooze, and you three are doing whatever it is that you do as usual. Okay, so did anybody get above a 17? Yes. Oh. Oh, I got a 19 plus one. Nice. I got a six plus three. 15. All right, so Yashi, you are going to kick off this combat here. So what you doing? Well, um, got to tell you, pretty pissed. (laughs) 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 So I will be uh, raging. Okay, so immediately. So I wish that like Yashi actually said that. She's like, well, I will be raging if you'll excuse me for one moment. <laughs> uh, excuse me, guys. Yeah. Pack up, everyone. I'm, I'm gonna rage. <laughs> um, oh. Uh, so I think so. Tabitha's like up in front of all of us, right? Yeah, she she's in front of it all. Uh, basically, now between Razzle, Randy, the large mold, and the oozes, right in front of them. All right. I think I'm gonna run up and just try to pull her out of there real quick, just okay. to get her out of the way for whatever we need to be doing next i'm gonna just run up grab her hand and try to pull her back real quick okay go ahead and give me a strength check all right and at advantage because i'm raging well yes normally but since you're tiny yashi you're at disadvantage oh. for strength checks so it kind of cancels each other out it's just a normal strength okay check. Uh. So that's a 16. 16's going to do it. You uh, you run up and you grab Tabitha's hand and you pull her out and there's this large slorping sound as you pull her out. <laughs> and uh, she just has like this kind of all this ooze on her and she looks like kind of glistening, but not in a good way. Her hair's all matted down on her face from the ooze and she's just like, you pull her out and she goes, <gasps> and like takes a big deep breath because she's obviously been holding her breath while the, under oh, this thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, so you're able to pull her out. You still have a little movement. Do you want to try to pull her? I'm going to pull bit her farther? back quite a ways so okay. that when she wants, if she's able to get up and help, she can yeah. take okay. the time. I am going to take an attack of opportunity because you're moving up into the space and then moving back, using your action to do that. And well, part of my primal path is you have disadvantage on opportunity attacks against me. Oh, cool, cool, cool. So. Okay, so I rolled a 16 and a 19, or sorry, a 13 and a 19. Oh, that's better. So I got a 19 overall, which still hits. So let's see here. You're going to take some bludgeoning damage. Which I have resistance against. All right. You will only take four bludgeoning damage, but you also take seven necrotic damage. Man, poor Tabitha. She's probably like, you remember... Like Arnold, Magic School Bus was always like, I knew I should have stayed home today. (laughs) Now that she's all covered in goop, she's just like, why did I? (laughs) My sweater. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that pretty much uh, wraps up Yashi's turn, which it's one of the bad peeps' turn. Or not one of the bad peeps' turn, the the bad peeps. Yeah, seriously. It is is going to do its thing where it sees how many little arms it rolls out, which it's going to make four little baps at Randy and Razzle. So Randy, that's a natural 20. Oh, boy. And uh, that's going to be uh, only a 10. Uh, oh, it's not even <laughs> set up yet. Jeez. <laughs> okay, so, Randy, you are going to take five bludgeoning damage. Okay. And five necrotic damage. Oh, boy. Actually, the bludgeoning damage, you will take another six damage for the critical. It reaches out and just smacks the crap out of you. <laughs> um, and uh, you kind of, you're dazed by a little bit. No status effect or anything like that. <laughs> 
but uh, it definitely catches you off guard, and it's a hard hit. Razzle, this thing baps out at you twice, getting a 16 on the die, which is a 22, and then an 11, which doesn't hit. There you go. The first bludgeoning damage it does to you is five damage, and then you also take uh, five necrotic damage. Cool. And is the stream still going, the flamethrower stream? Do we need to roll to make sure we're still doing that? Uh, Yeah, you can do that. You can make sure it's still going on your turn by by priming your... (laughs) Our little pump? (laughs) Yeah, by priming your pump, you can make sure that you can keep a flaming flaming spray going on this mold if that's what you want to do, which it is your turn, Razzle. Right, so Randy's no longer involved in the flamethrower action. He just, like, lit the flame... And now yeah. it's just me. Okay, it's pretty cool. much the starter. Which speaking of which, I don't think we did this last episode. Roll me your firebolt damage oh, just to see how much it is. Right, good call. One d ten. It's a one. <laughs> okay, oh, cool. Womp, womp. <laughs> okay, so if I was to keep flamethrowering that nest mold thing, would it still be one d ten or no? The one d ten was his magic. I'd give you one d eight. Oh. Uh, just because, I mean, it's an improvised weapon, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's also, you know, spreading fire onto a flammable mold. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, 1d8. Also, you would use your action to prime that pump, like right. I was saying. Okay. So I think I'm going to do, if it's cool with you guys, is I'm going to halt all operations on the flamethrower and nest for now. Uh-huh. I, have, I have a plan, and I'm going to try to do better uh, this time around battling, <laughs> I promise. So I'm going to cast Moonbeam on the Blobule thingy, okay. and I'm going to cast it at a fourth level spell. It's the only fourth level spell slot I have. Right. So that Make would be. Count. Yeah, seriously. So that's a 4d10. Uh, and you have to make a constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw, huh? Yeah. That's a 22. What? Ah, jeez. Okay. Well, so it takes half, half damage, damage, though. That's half damage is half still damage good. Half damage on 4d10. It's true. So that's one, geez, three, or nine, and 16. 16, so it'll take eight damage from your, it's radiant damage, correct? It is radiant damage. Uh, also, could I possibly get the moldy nest and blob with the same moonbeam? Because it is a 10-foot diameter. I don't see why not. Oh, So I yeah. guess I'll make so, a constitution save yeah. for the mold. Does mold have constitution? Uh, that is a 12. No, it does not pass. Oh, how yes. about that? So two, ooh, 11, 13, and 20. Okay, so your moonbeam comes down, and of course uh, the ooze is in it, and it kind of ripples and responds yeah. negatively to it. And I'm doing my, in the name of the moon, I will <laughs> damage you with my moonbeam. Uh, but when this the beam comes down, it's this ghostly kind of spectral thing. Yeah, moon razzle like, power, totally. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the ooze takes, you know, some damage, but the mold, like, it's like, it's almost like that scene in Terminator 2 Judgment Day where it's just <laughs> that kind of fire rippling over the yes, land. Okay. All of the mold just kind of, like, burns back from the radiant damage and completely reveals all these, like, little postules bubbling over and pussing out and whatnot, and it starts to eat away at that as well. Awesome. And it pretty much just burns everything away as as far as this mold goes the mold is huh. completely decimated and gone and you can just see all these old looking food just sitting around and you notice there's a very familiar looking package sitting at the center of this mass oh you're not sure where you can place it right now but you might be able to make a wisdom check on your next turn uh, okay well, well before my next turn can i do my bonus action question mark what do you want? It, what can, what can bonus I, action do you have? Can I do my mantle? Can I just? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I just <laughs> want to do it. Yeah, if you okay. want to do your mantle, go for it. All right, so I do my mantle, and I'll just do it on Yashi, Randy, and Tabitha. Okay. So I strike my pose. 
all nature and flowers and the colors of the wind and the animals come out of the nowhere <laughs> flower yeah. petals and lily petals come out of the air and just start swirling around you i don't know where they came from but they're there now well they came from me kyle I'll tell you that right <laughs> now no so you guys get five extra hit points and no attack of opportunity. you can move right now if you want to out of anything's way without causing an attack of opportunity and yeah. five bonus hp well thanks you'll no use your reaction right. to to move up to your speed and you will not incur an attack of opportunity if you are in a threatened area um I'm staying. Yeah, okay. But thanks, though. That, okay. was, that was really for me more than for you guys. <laughs> Yashi, okay. do you want to move at all? I'm already pretty far back. Yeah. So, I'm good. Okay. All right, we'll just take the HP and be happy. Almost appreciated. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just playing. All right, cool. Well, if none of you are moving, Tabitha is going to take her movement. She's going to move over and stands by the door. She looks kind of, like, warily towards it, but uh, she moves over by the door of the cooler room that you're in. She's going to leave us? We don't know. We'll see you on our turn. <laughs> we don't know. Okay. Which, if that ends Razzle's turn, then we go to old Randers. Okay. Uh, well, let's see here. So, since I'm still close to the ooze, mm-hmm. and the ooze bapped me pretty good, yes. I'm going to lift up my shirt and cast Vampiric Touch. Oh, did it bap him in the tummy? Uh, yes. Oh. oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. So, lift up my shirt, and I say, Vampiric Touch. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Eddie comes out looking like Leslie Nielsen in Dracula Dead <laughs> and loving it. <laughs> the greatest movie ever made yeah. with it's like 11% on Rotten Tomatoes or whatever it is. <laughs> They'll be fine. Um, and yeah, so I'm going to do 3d6 necrotic damage and I will take half of that as health points back to me. Okay, do I need to roll a roll anything? Uh, I'm going to just roll and do a spell attack. Okay, so... go ahead and give me that. That is a 17 plus 5. That's oh, that's definitely going to hit. Hooray. So All go right. ahead and roll that 3d8. So, good rich now, if you guys want to roll a d6, please. Mm-hmm. Aw. Oh, wait, it's 3d6. I got yeah. a 1. 1 also. And a 5. 7 damage, and, and you get back 3. All right. And I can keep concentration on that and keep it going on my next round if I so wish. Oh, so it's like clamped down, latched in. Yeah. 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 Eddie's just going, hur, 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 yeah. sucking on it. <laughs> Snarling like a dog and everything. <laughs> Eddie comes out and just latches into this thing. And you see it's like these weird, like, miniature ley lines light up inside this thing as it's almost siphoning it into Eddie's being and mm. into your tummy. So, uh, so yeah, awesome. Well, uh, it is Tabitha's turn. Tabitha says, uh, I'm going to close this in case anybody wants to come in. Shut. And then she begins to uh, start casting a spell. Ooh. So after she closes the door, she reaches into her pack and pulls out her ukulele oh. and starts playing. Ready or not, here I come with that fairy fire. Gonna make it easy to hit you. Ooh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, so as she's casting this uh, bluish kind of magical haze starts to form around the the fungal ooze that's in front of you and it has to make a dexterity save and that is a three so that is not going to do it. Um, so yeah, you see this large blue aura just glowing around this thing and it's like, man, that's really easy to see. Might be really easy to hit too. <laughs> ah. And Tabitha reassures your, uh, your thought and says... Should be super easy to hit now. Swing away. All right. So that's going to be the end of her turn, which takes us back to the top of the round with Yashi. All right. Well, I've got a few questions for you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I use like a quick bonus action to coat my hammers in Pemerson spray? Sure. <laughs> okay. Oh, yes. So uh, I'm going to, you know, coat those real quick <laughs> off to the side. Yeah. And I'm going to walk up because I have to be within 10 feet 
to use my like blade flourishes and stuff. Right. So I'm gonna walk up uh, in range, and I'm gonna like swing my mallets and whip them and okay. use my defensive blade flourish. Okay, so I'm not gonna say you're gonna use your bonus action for spraying the spray. Uh, unlike Goodrich's pack, yours is primed and you haven't sprayed it recently, so you can just spray and that's, I'll say that's and a free that's action. That's just me. prime. Sweet. <laughs> that's just prime. Oh god. Yeah, I know, sorry. Uh, okay, so you'll use your bonus action to use a bardic inspiration die to do your defensive flourish. Go ahead and give me an attack against this thing. Don't forget it's at advantage because of the fairy fire that time. Right. Just which cast. that's awesome because I was going to use reckless attack, uh, which would open me up to disadvantage things. Now you so don't have to worry about it. Now don't worry about it. So so great. All right. So here's my two rolls. So that's a five or a one, and then my second, a six and a one. So oh. I guess the five and the six. Yep. So so that'll your... be a twelve and the thirteen. Okay, those will both hit. So go ahead and roll me your damage, and I will just add whatever damage I think is necessary for whatever you did with the Pemerson. So great. Man, hope All this right. doesn't go from a bunch of natural twins to a bunch of ones. I was just saying, you avoided him though. It's true. Okay. With my strength, that's ten and six, but I get to roll my inspiration die. Okay. Wow. So much uh, rolling. Which adds four to each of those rolls? Yes. So that's going to be 14 and 10. Plus, okay. <laughs> because I'm raging, I get to add plus two to both of those. So 16 and 12. Cool. For a whopping 28 bludgeoning damage. And uh, I'll just round that up to 32 for the Pemerson. So, Jeez Louise, holy yes. crap. Okay, wow. so Yashi, you go in and you are just whipping your mallets around and it's like you are just smashing jelly and it's splattering everywhere <laughs> and going every which way and this ooze just looks like beaten down and battered as much as an ooze can and you've pretty much stripped it away to almost just like a smaller mound with that small little center at it. <laughs> so uh, you did a buttload of damage and... Uh, just to mention it, since you're attacking at a distance, uh, you don't have to worry about the moonbeam at all. Oh, same yeah. as Randy does. I was about so. to ask, like, uh, sorry. The way it's all worked out since, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're good. Cool. All right. So, uh, that is going to be the end of Yashi's turn, I believe, which takes me to my bad peeps, and it says when it starts its turn in the That's affected right. area, so Roll it up. I need to make a constitution save. Please. Okay. All right. So that is a 14. Yep. No, it doesn't. I, you, okay. So, uh, yeah. Half so, damage. Half damage. Woo-hoo. Do I get to roll it, Kyle? You do get All to roll right. it. Four. Ooh, ten. Haley. Eight. All right. And four. So, 26. So this thing, after the uh, the mold is burned away, it starts to screech and move towards the mold, which Aww. moves it further into the moonbeam. And as it does, it is essentially starting its turn in there, and you just see this same decimation happen to the rest of the <laughs> rest of the body of this ooze, as the large mound in the middle just moves towards it, and you see it just kind of like shrieking and uh, like spindling out and spidering out in ways as it kind of bubbles and eventually like congeals and hardens and stops moving and you've officially defeated that ooze yes! Yes! and the internal conflict begins oh, did I just destroy its home should I should have tried to talk to it first <laughs> no this is D&D razzle yeah it freaking, smells yeah, still really it. bad in here um, and alright well now that that's over I guess I will unrage you said yeah. there's the chest right yeah there's that, there's that box so we're out of combat cool I go over to it and I pick it up. And you say I need to roll a wisdom on it because I think I know what it is. Yeah. Okay. Give me, give me a, give me a wisdom check. Here's my wisdom check. 
Wisdom check this out. It's an 11. Okay. This looks very similar to the shape of the box that uh, Symbol brought back from Basum. <laughs> Kyle, I actually wrote a little note for you before the session, and I was wondering if you could read it. Maybe. Oh, no. <laughs> Splash's treats are the cause of this mess. Oh! oh! I'm not reading that one. Oh. <laughs> Okay. It just says I'm a butt. I was you are? <laughs> Whatever. Got him. Okay. No, get so, that figure out. <laughs> so I turn to you guys, I guess, and say, this is Splash's treat box. Oh, that's Splash and his treats. Oh, great. Oh, it says to Splash from Splash on it. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. It does. Can yeah. we open it? Is it possible? Yeah. yeah, you can open it. Oh, geez. It's got a latch on it. Uh, I open it. You open it. There's this mess inside that almost keeps it closed, but you're able to pry it open. Uh, my heart skipped. I thought it was going to be a mimic. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> not out of combat. Um, but you open it up, and you notice there's all these, like, really, they, they're egg-shaped, but they look like small boulders in a way. And, uh, you know, you can see, like, a note of purchase. Like, Symbol has a note in there, and it says... He has a coupon, too. <laughs> yeah, and it says six rock lobster eggs. And uh, you can see that one of the eggs has, like, cracked and splintered from the top, and you notice that there's a hole underneath it that uh, looks like whatever was inside burned right through this thing. Wow. The so... others aren't cracked? No. The others look like uh, regular eggs. This... This one like stands out a little bit differently in the way that it's splintered. It looks more like an alien egg. Right, more like oh. not a rock lobster. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Somebody got one over on Splash, I guess. It's almost like it's a character flaw of his when it comes to treats. He's a little haphazard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> great. Uh, okay. Great, great. So, yeah, here's this. I show it to you all. Definitely Splash's treats. I mean... What else could have possibly caused this, I ask. But, uh, okay, so oh, where do we go from here? I'm feeling this. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Turn all the lights down now. Oh, you start God. hearing pounding at the door. Who is it? You hear no response. It sounds like clamoring at the door. Oh, so right, anything. Uh, well, kind of stuck. I mean, need to get back to the offices and yeah. get this cure out because uh, I think we've bested this thing. So. Well, there are the vents. I look to Yashi. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be done with that. Okay. Just all well, dark and scary. Well, and also, I don't think that all the slime are gone. There might be some in there. That one slime might have just been passing by. I you suppose. Know what I mean? It's, it's possible. It's home. Anywho. Uh, well, I've got my dimension door. Maybe if we played a song to amp it up, oh. like oh. we could all go through and like size doesn't matter. Not that I have to like cast it, but just like create yeah. a dimension door That'd with a sweet. song. Well, and Tabitha, that's more of the ensemble magic you Yeah, that, that sounds with, like I more think. along the lines of what I've heard upperclassmen talk about. Amping up them spells. Yeah. All right. I'm down with that. Let's, Let's do it. Yeah. I'm, sweet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yes. Yes. Sounds yes. like yes. you're going to yes. roll a song, yes. try to manipulate some magic. So I guess uh, let's roll some chord dice. So since this is normal ensemble magic, like what Kyle imagines. Yeah, yeah. this is like my first concept for this kind of magic. Right. Oh, yeah. So Oops. we get advantage on our <laughs> D100 roll, right? No. <laughs> okay. Well, here's the key. It's 10, which is A. All right. Just, major or minor? Uh, Picking major on this one. Yeah. We did just win. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. We, want, yeah. we want the door to be bigger. That's true. Remember? No, yeah. <laughs> yes. Smaller. Yes, of course. All right. Uh, okay. Some augmented chords here. 
And it's a wild. Oh, that one again. Okay, right. so that's A, C sharp minor, D, E, and F sharp minor. Oh, oh nice. jackpot. Nice. Lots yeah. of choices. <laughs> yeah. That's a jackpot. Yeah. All right. There you Absolutely. go. Yeah. The door works and you're back oh, in the office. No. did it. <laughs> All right. And uh, for the drums, just nice like straight four, up regular yeah. roll, yeah, please. All right. Okay. That's the tiles. Okay. Uh, 21 for the pattern, which is rock 28. Sweet. And for the kit, it's going to be 34. Jazz of three. Oh. Okay. Man, <laughs> straight All right. ahead. All right. Very much so. Let's do it. Okay. Get to writing. Listeners, talk to you in a moment. Hey everyone, it's your Dungeon Maestro Kyle here. Just wanted to give you a quick thank you for joining us again. We always appreciate it. I'm going to drop the the special news. That's uh, even more special news than special news. So the special news that I have for you is that Bombarded is going to be at D&D Live 2019. I believe I mentioned it before and I told you that there are going to be more details behind this, but Goodrich and myself are going to descend into the descent, which uh, that's going to be an event where Wizards of the Coast is unveiling their new storylines and they're going to be streaming that on their D&D Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv forward slash D&D. So that's going to be on the weekend of May 17th. It's going to start at 4 p.m. Pacific time. And if you want the full schedule of events that is going on, that's available for you at dnd.wizards.com forward slash D&D Live 2019. And uh, there's also going to be some podcasting events, which Goodrich and I are participating in. Uh, we're going to be guesting in a couple different podcaster streams that are going to be aired on Sunday, May 19th. And that's going to be on the d D&D Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash D&D Live 2. Goodrich is going to be joining the crew on Drunks and Dragons, and they're going to be streaming at 9 a.m. Pacific. And I'm going to get to join a collection of podcasters and streamers that include crew from Dungeons and Dragons, Fate and the Fable Maidens, Plot Hunters, and Nerd Immersion. And we're calling our crew the Cocktail Crew. So we're going to be streaming at 4 p.m. Pacific that same day, Sunday, May 19th. Again, those are both going to be on the twitch.tv forward slash D&D Live 2 channel. But I know you're going to want to check out as much as you physically can that weekend. So again, you can get the full schedule of events at dnd.wizards.com forward slash D&D Live 2019. And let's get ready to descend, y'all. So, other than that, it's nothing. I got nothing else. We're going to go back to the show and hear these awesome tunes that the bards provide for you this time. So, listener, talk to you later. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who's supposed to start off. So, I say to Tabitha, I say to Tabitha, Tabitha, check it out. Okay. We're going to play this song. <laughs> Why is this so hard? Tabitha, we're going to play a song to make Randy's Dimension Door spell super hardcore. And so okay. we can all go through it, all people of all sizes, and hopefully not like splinch and stuff too. Yeah, that would not be good know, at all. Like, like if you wound up with my... Foot. And <laughs> yes, <laughs> careful. Or, or, careful. With, or with Randy's foot. <laughs> or with any sort of combination of body parts from us on each other. Yes, we want to stay as we are right now. Yes. No, I like myself. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, check it out. Do you want to play or? Uh, no, I think I'll observe this time because it sounds like you're actually doing more in line of what I was expecting from Ensemble Magic. So. Yes. Okay, well, hold on to your butts. Let's do it. I only have one, but okay. Ah. For now. 
this space with a door that can send even So, uh, to see how well this works out, I'm going to give you an 85% success rate. So, if for any reason I roll uh, above an 85, it's going to go bad. Just 85, huh? Didn't, uh, didn't know. Okay. <laughs> if it's above 80. No, 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 no. Okay, no. I'm sorry. All right. Yeah. So, above 85. Let's see what happens here. 20. Four. Okay. Hooray. So you begin weaving your magic. uh, The vespers and everything emit from your instruments. Your instruments light up with that oh-so-familiar glow and begin weaving all between each other, making this large lattice that eventually fills in in the inner spaces and creates this weird swirling vortex. Uh, And at a pinpoint in the center, you see the offices with uh, (laughs) Nurse Odajoy and Alto Brown. And it looks like Odajoy is administering something to Alola. But looks like you have a clear walkway through. All right, here we go. Tabitha, you go first. I guess. Uh, I don't know. Okay, here it goes. And she like <laughs> hops in and she it freeze frames her and she spins, much like Austin Powers yeah, time no, travel. Totally. And she uh, dissipates and you see her reappear on the other side in the same pose and like jumps on one bit, lands, <laughs> turns around and is like, you just see her mouth throw right, her Oh, that was awesome. Yes. All right, you jump in, freeze frame spinning. All three of you do the same yeah, thing. Yes. It's the mode of transportation. But one at a time, it. though. One at a time, yeah, though. Yeah, okay. But you are now back in the offices, and Nurse Oda Joy is, again, administering something to Alola. And you see Alola, she was looking really pale before and, you know, kind of clammy and sweaty. And after she administers this, uh, it, it's like a spray. She kind of, you know, just puts a little mask over Alola's face and pumps this stuff through. And when she does, you see almost immediately the color returns to Alola's face and she stops sweating and everything seems to relax. She's not awake, but it seems like she's relaxing now. Uh, Nurse Odajoy kind of looks up. She says, oh, um, well, <laughs> yep. welcome <Hi>. Surprise! back. <laughs> and Alto Brown is just like, hey, where did you? <laughs> what are you doing here? Whoa. <laughs> 
Yeah. Cool. So uh, I guess you took care of things or you're back because it got worse? Yes. And I put Splash's treat thing behind my back. And I say, yes. It's like a three foot long box. Oh, so like you're. No, I can't put it behind my back <laughs> yeah, either. you're still small. And uh, Oda Joy says, okay, so. Right. Yeah. No, sorry. What happened? Slippery. We got down there, got into, I guess, the freezer portion of the basement. Yes. It was guess. real stinky. Yeah, it wasn't smoke. really working right. Uh-huh. And oh. we found this. Not sure who it belongs to, but whoever it does, I'm sure they're very sorry that it turned out like this and I show her the eggs and I guess the one egg that is not like the other <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it went down 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 <laughs> okay um, alright well that's <laughs> enough <laughs> well that, that's good so but did you encounter anything else oh yeah you know classic students and people that were infected wandering around and then a giant ooze giant and we ooze, killed it killed and, it uh, yeah Okay. Splash is down there still, but he's not hurt anyone. Yeah, it's fine. and this box was covered in uh, fungus and little pulsating spores. I think it was like spawning the little ooze creatures, and uh, we sort of lit that on fire too. So yeah. I think we're good. And the ooze is what's all over Tabitha. That's what we found, but in a giant blob. And Tabitha's just like, yeah, and she's kind of like wiping that off of herself. Oh, and we should have done a song to clean Tabitha up. I mean, if anybody has prestidigitation. Oh, but like a super prestidigitation. Oh, well, roll core dice. <laughs> Let's do it again. No. Uh, Tabitha says, no, Miss Order Joy, she's, they're right. I, I think they might have gotten it taken care of. Uh, whatever it was, it seemed like it wanted to protect the, uh, it was it was a bunch of mold, right, Razzle? He protect. Yes, it was. Um I think. I'm pretty sure. We lit it on fire, so, you know, okay. I got a brief glimpse of it. Just it would... Might need a little cleanup crew down there. To... Uh, I think we'll need a cleanup crew over the whole school, probably. Oh, right. Okay, so you caught me testing the medicine that I've been working on, and I think I've I've synthesized something in a way that causes the Pemerson to not be too toxic to us as right. beings, yeah, yeah. but also be able to target the infection or whatever is uh, going on with the bodies and uh, well Alola seems to have taken to it positively so I will go ahead and administer here but we have to get the entire school my thought process for this is that I can take a container into the front hallway I have to be outside a little bit because I'm going to essentially bring the elements in it and cause the wind that I can summon to flow through the school and deliver this as an aerosol of sorts. Whoa. Cool. Nice. Can you um, do that? That's pretty sweet. It's a, it's a, it's a high-powered magic. It's taken a lot of time. You know, you have a good rapport with your deity. You can pull off some pretty good things. Right. I was thinking maybe we should have saved the song for a thing. <laughs> well, you have a gust, right? Oh, Could yeah. You help, can or? you use a level one gust on that? Gust? <laughs> <laughs> no, I take it back. It's a cantrip. If you but. wanted to do maybe like a closet? Sure. Right. <laughs> yes, I'll do Splash's office. Can I do Splash's office? Can I do Splash's office? Uh I wouldn't Can I do I wouldn't bother. Can I Cuz what I'm going to do is going to cover the whole school. Hey Cal. What? Can I do Can I do a persuasion roll to see if she would be okay with telling us where Splash's office is cuz we don't know necessarily where he like stays at yeah. or like sleeps and stuff, but True. His office, we can assume he has yeah, one. Yeah, you want to try to find yeah, out yeah, where yeah. his office is? 
Has he never told us Ooh. where his office is? No, he never has office hours, remember? Oh. So <laughs> I did roll a 16 plus 9 because I have expertise in it. Oh, boy. Okay. So, <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah. I'd say, oh, so, hey, look, uh, you know, Splash. What do you I mean? Okay. All right, check it yes, out. Yes, apparently that's what you're calling him now. Yeah, yeah. No, he, that's what oh, he's, he's going, going for, by? his new direction, yes. So Splash, he's a traveling musician. He probably has some stuff maybe in his studio-type office, possibly, to record his next hit album. Do they have albums in Beats Art? Uh, yeah. Magic albums. Okay. Because, <laughs> you know, he's always on the road. He's got to make sure the next greatest symbol, number one, Slam and Jam a hit, is in the works. So, you know, I'm just saying it, we, it might be a good thing. Help me out, guys. <laughs> a speech worthy of a 26. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say. Yeah. I, I bet his office is real soundproofed and, you know, probably <laughs> yeah. doesn't have the vents open and anything like that. You know how recording goes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so meta. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, Nurse Oda just says, uh, "Okay, yeah, yeah. If you think that's a possibility, ah, yes. uh, you know, his office is just uh, <laughs> down the hallway. Uh, you're gonna take a right. Should be, I think it's uh, number three sixty three. Three sixty three. Okay, and." To get into these offices, Nurse Oda Joy, is it the same situation where we're going to have to play something in a key, certain key, or do we need an actual key? No, physical you, it's going to be very similar to what you had to do to access the uh, the workshop. However, I, I don't have that information. I okay. mean, most faculty have the workshop information in case they need to drop off something for repair and right. or, you know, request Cage's assistance. So, Well, maybe, uh, maybe Cage has... The key. Oh. He's kind of the groundskeeper, right? He takes care of stuff around here. That's that's likely yeah. if he needs access to a room. I mean, he's just laying there. Could we can we just borrow his key or at least look to see if he has a key? I sh- I'm sure Splash would appreciate it. Uh, if you if you think it's necessary for Splash's office, uh, I don't know don't know Splash cool. too well. So, uh, sure. I guess I, I have I have stuff to take care of anyway. So okay, cool. She goes about getting getting her things together <laughs> like, to fine. move the stuff out into the front. Okay, so investigate Cage to see if he's got stuff. Uh, yeah, you know you don't even have to roll. You go over and you check around. Uh, you look through his pockets and you can you can tell like he has like a, a a pack that he was rocking with him. And you check it out and you find like there's a scroll in there. And when you open up this scroll, uh, it's blank. But as you look at it after a little while, words start to kind of fade in and form. Ooh. And it says, you don't hear anything, but it reads like this. It says, hey, Cage, what up, Broma? Well, you know what to say. <laughs> Signed something. That's all it's That's all it's written on there. Yours truly. That's weird. Uh, hey, do we find that picture that Tabitha put oh. in his pocket? Is that in his pocket still? Oh, yeah. You can you can find that easily. You checking that can out? Can we look at it? Yeah, you check it out. Uh on this picture, uh, you notice it shows like the the dormitory common areas, and you see that there's five students. From left to right, you see a young-looking Cage. He is doubled over in laughter, and it looks like he's just slapped his knee. Kind of almost looks like he's out of breath. His eyes are bulging a little bit from laughing. Uh, next to him, you see a man you don't recognize, and he seemed to push himself in between Cage and what looks to be a younger-looking Alola. He is stretching oh. his cheeks out real far and is Which sticking cheeks? his tongue out. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the same thing. <laughs> you know, college kids. I know, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's 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 stretching his cheeks out real far and is sticking his tongue out. 
So those cheeks. Okay. Uh, he appears to be Unless. wearing. <laughs> you notice he's wearing some kind of uh, foam suit on his bottom half, but you can't really see more. It's just like the top edge of it. Oh, like it's a mascot of some kind. Looks like it could be in some oh. sorts. Uh, but uh, next to him, of course, you see a slightly younger looking Alola who is focused on this man making a silly face. She has a large grin on her face accompanied by uh, blushing cheeks. Next to her stands a halfling man striking a debonair pose, standing on one leg with the other tucked so his foot rests on his inner thigh. He brandishes a flute, and his eyes are wide open as it looks like he is about to play. His eyes seem to pierce the soul of the picture that's being taken. Is it Barenthal's Romance? No. Dope. Um, <laughs> next to him, you see a woman that is sitting almost facing like perpendicular to the rest of the group. It's an elven woman, and she sits at the end of the couch. Uh, she has the look of surprise on her face, having just glanced up from a book that is resting in her lap. Um, Do we recognize her? You don't recognize nope. her, but you flip the picture over and you notice that there's writing on the back and it says, from left to right, Cage, Jables, Alola, Jethro, and Joan. Oh. I'll go, hey, Tabitha, what's up with those pictures? Is this just his buddies from back in the day? Uh, yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> Cage went to school here, much like many of the faculty or bards in the land, and Jables was apparently one of his really good friends, so uh, maybe even his best friend from the way he acts and talks about it. So, but uh, you know, of course, they went to school with Alola, and well, Jethro, you know, Jethro Smalley is the head of the uh, head of the Bureau of Better Barding. Oh, yeah, tossing it just right back there. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah, we ran into ran into them. I don't remember too much about. Papadou. Anywho. Yeah. Cool. And yeah. Joan is a, a friend of theirs who actually, apparently Joan used to be the head of the Bureau, and then she kind of disappeared a long time ago. And, oh. Uh, yeah, and then that's when Jethro was able to take over. Or not take over, but assume the position. Sure. Right. Assume the position. Well, cool. we're going to head up to Splash's office. Should I be telling her this? Oh, you already did. Really She's did. coming with us, right? I assume. Um, no, uh, <laughs> it sounded like... I've had enough chaos sauce for yeah. one day. Um, I, I, I kind of do want to get back with my group and, you know, make sure that they're okay. Uh, we're working some things out in a good way, and I think... Uh, It'll be good to get back with them and write some songs. After after spending a few sessions with y'all, I think I've taken enough inspiration to be able to uh, bring something good back to my group with sure. a positive energy. Yeah, love it. Well, thanks for playing along. Yeah, do we want to wait to go to the office, though, until she casts her spell so we're not running Ooh. into all these students? That's yeah. probably the And best. you hear Oda Joy frustratedly be like, I, I thought you were going to go there to do the part that my job wouldn't do, I guess. Well, oh, but yours should probably, right. like, get started first. I, I am. And then, oh. But then. if you're going to wait for me to... She just, <laughs> she just like you know, brushes y'all off and goes back to doing her work. Seems a little, little annoyed. All right. Well, so, I guess we will go then. I so, don't well, know. Okay. So above table, if we do go now, will we still run into infected students, or should we? You don't know that. Don't know that. So maybe, maybe we'll coordinate our plan of attack with Odajoy so that whenever she goes out to do her thing, we'll also go out so that you know the cloud of fairy dust or whatever it is she's pemorous in action is, you know, kind of going along with us so that it's kind of a protective wave uh, of... Kind of follows us along. Yeah. Same okay. Time. 
everything works out exactly <laughs> like that. Yeah, it's so great. great. Uh, you go outside with her and wait for this spell to be cast, which she begins doing a, a long incantation. And as she's casting it, the pressure in the air seems to change and fluctuate. Clouds roll in. Uh, weather seems to be changing over the course of this the, the casting of this spell. So Strumlaus must be in North Texas somewhere. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. Anything can happen. <laughs> so uh, you write what you know. Yep, that's right. <laughs> But yeah, it, it takes about 10 minutes for the casting of this spell, and then she holds concentration for about another 10 minutes as the wind begins to whip up into a gale force. And uh, you see her almost strike a Kamehameha pose right. as wind <laughs> begins to just siphon its way into the school, opening up the doors, going through the front hall and opening up the doors into the first sitting area. And uh, you can tell the Pimerison spray, Tabitha opens up the valve on it, and it starts spewing up into the air and catching in the wind and being dispersed among the school. Nurse Odejoy says, if you're going to go, now's your time. Let's do it! So you uh, you continue on into the school following along the uh, the medicine as it's being dispersed. It is whipping through the hallways, not opening doors. The wind is you know, ruffling your clothing up a lot. It's a very strong wind, like I said, gale yeah. force. You eventually make it through the offices unimpeded. It does not appear that there are any uh, up and moving infected students. In fact, uh, anybody that you do come across doesn't appear to be suffering any of the flu-like symptoms that were happening to the infected students. They all seem to, again, the colors come back to their face. And they say, seem what to kind be, of flus do you get, Kyle? Holy crap. <laughs> you know, I get super sick, dog. Yeah. But no, I mean, I just like they honestly look better as you've been going along cool. with this. And you eventually make your way down the office halls and find Office uh, 363. Does it say splash on the outside? No, it Does says it? symbol. Okay. Does it say professor right. symbol? Doctor it says symbol. it says Professor Symbol HMAC. Is there a keyhole? Is there what what are we looking at here? No, but uh, it looks like there's a little ear on the doorknob. Okay. I have my knock spell which unlocks things. So I can use that and try. Let's you try. You can try. All right. Three, four. Knock, knock, knocking on Splash's door. Hey, 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 hey. Knock, knock, knocking on Simple's door. Hey, 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 hey. Yes. Can, can Randy and Razzle have joined in too after? <laughs> Sounds like the yeah. second time. Knock, knock, knocking on Simple's door. Okay, well. It uh, you cast your spell and, <laughs> and it totally works. Opens. <laughs> it does. You hear the click of the oh! click of the door, and you can tell from your casting that you have uh, you have probably about ten minutes before this door is gonna lock again. Nice. I like that a freshman spellcaster can unlock any door in the school. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. It's just like it doesn't matter if it's just a mundane lock or what an are locks lock. anyway. Splash is probably just lazy. And honestly, like, I'm a little worried that this office is just going to be completely unused because yeah. he's like, no, nah, screw it. I'm surprised you just didn't try opening the door. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> Next time. This was more yeah. fun. This yeah, was more fun. For sure. All right. In All we right. go. So you, uh, you make your way into the office and let me get my notes in the order that I need them because I have them. It's okay. I can describe it. So it's yeah. Splash's office. There's nothing inside. All There's the answers to his pudding past. everywhere. Yeah. Pudding. <laughs> pudding cups. <laughs> it's just pallet upon pallet of pudding. And he's a total slob. It's just a giant wreck. There's sheets on top of pallets of pudding with a oh, pillow. Jeez. He uh, just he sleeps, sleeps there. On it. His, yeah. his bathtub is full of pudding. That's actually where he sleeps. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Bathing in it. Should leave Absolutely. him a little potpourri to spruce up the place. <laughs> yeah. A little gift from his saucy. Uh, 
I bet, bet Randy will leave him a little gift, won't you? Oh, I mean, that Wait, could mean what? so many things. <laughs> well, that's exactly what I meant. Oh, anyway. no. so, apart from the copious amounts of obvious pudding that are lining this room, Simba's... <laughs> Wait, but for real, though? No. Oh, okay. Simba's office is lined with framed posters of past performances that are made of pressed silver and gold. Of course. On the back wall is what appears to be a rotating glass case that contains the following instruments. An upright bass, a hurdy-gurdy, a flute, a mandolin, and a trombone. Nice. Other than this display and these posters, there are other honorifics posted around and a map of Beats art that has different pins laid into it. There are three different types of pins that you notice on this. There are some green pins, some yellow pins, and some blue pins littered all around the map. Uh, you can see from the entranceway that his desk is littered with papers. Uh, not much you can tell at this moment other than that. And you notice there is a small glockenspiel with two pairs of mallets nestled into the desk, just propped up, kind of have their own little resting hole. So, uh, yeah, that's what you notice when you enter Splash's office. Okay. So do the pins, do any of the colored pins correspond to the travels that we've gone on so far? Why don't you give me an investigation? Well, I'd like to. Can we all investigate? Sure. Cool. Let's Are you all see. investigating the map? I think I'd like to check out some other stuff, but, uh, yeah, she turns around and she's like, Hey, so like, what are we looking for? Like, why are we even here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good, that's a good question, Yashi. So look, uh, I've been kind of suspicious of Splash ever since, well, really the whole time. I don't know. Maybe I have trust issues. Who really knows? Uh, but man, he's so old. And he, I honestly, we gave him that thing that Squid Vicious is in and Randy and I went to go like follow him kind of when he went stargazing and he said he was going to the library. He didn't actually go to the library. Mm-hmm. And now with like Alola, who's kind of being shifty yeah. and maybe we should have actually searched her office now, I'm realizing, <laughs> but it's just, you know, we have this, this chance to finally maybe find out some truth, some cold hard facts about Splash that... I don't know. I figured we could just uh, give it a shot and see what we find and maybe leave him a present and say, Oh, like, I like that idea. What? The present. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. That'd be nice. So, I don't know. If you guys are down, I was kind of figured, you know, we have a chance to maybe find out about some stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that makes Y'all. a little more sense. Um, so, I guess I want to actually check out his, like, the top of his desk. <laughs> okay. Uh, Good around in the papers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> If that's the case, yeah. um, uh, maybe like look at the papers, see if we can I can find maybe our papers that we've turned in recently um, <laughs> to see our like, grades. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been stressing about it for weeks now, and I just uh, it'd be nice to know. Oh yeah, actually, if you can find mine too in there, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah I'll look for all of ours. Oh, okay, you know? cool. Well, Randy, I don't know. Did I you don't even really turn care. anything it's in? Investigating top of the desk for Yashi. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I think Razzle. I'm gonna, I'm going to investigate like behind those. You said there's like concert posters on the wall. Yeah. Right, I'm going to investigate like around those to see if there's a like secret compartment or something behind Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, go ahead and roll your investigations. You're doing the map, right? I'm doing the map. See if there's any patterns if Splash has been keeping track of us or anything like that. I didn't do great. I got a seven plus Jote, so. You're checking around the posters and nothing stands out to you as being odd or off. They just look like, you know, really, really ornate posters for some of his uh, shows around Beats Art. I got a three plus nothing. (laughs) A three plus nothing? Uh, This is a chance to finally find stuff out. We're beefing it. Did Uh, I just spill like an old coffee all over the whole desk and everyone's papers get ruined? (laughs) Uh, yeah, you actually, <laughs> there's no. actually an inkwell nearby and you knock it no. over 
And you notice, like, you're looking at it, and, like, yeah, there's some papers here and there. There's a lot of ripped up music uh, on there. But you notice you spill ink on the topmost piece of paper, and uh, a lot of it gets covered up. And it looks like uh, it's a permission slip of some sort. And you can make out, like, you know, request for chaos sauce, ink blobs. Oh, oh no! Um, I'm just gonna crumple it up. And <laughs> I don't even want to tell the guys what happened. Oh, okay, <laughs> so we don't even know. Randy, what'd you get? Uh, initially a one, but oh. halfling time, so I got a twelve plus two. Okay, so with that, uh, you're trying to determine if these uh, any of these correlate to your travels, which the blue pins do. You notice there's one for Lake Ridge, there's one for Silk Grove, uh, there's one marked for out in Basem, and you notice that there is a, a fourth one, which is actually marked on a city south of the Discordant Fields called Elderberry. Okay, but nothing actually on the fields themselves. Nothing on the fields. Okay, and there's no other blue pins, like, pointing... Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. Uh, do I notice any patterns regarding the other pens, like just given my knowledge of the country and such? Um, you notice that, uh, I-, I tell you what, give me one more investigation check. Sure. Sure, will do, Kyle. Nope, <laughs> not go. you. Oh, I got an 18, too, darn. <laughs> A 15 plus 2. Okay, so you're looking at the green pens. There's only, the, the yellow pens, there's a few, but like, you're just not able to like make a connection with them. Sure. Uh, but the green pins, you notice that two of these green pins, you're looking around and you can see that, well, no, you wouldn't. Never mind, because you can't read. Okay. Oh, no. Right. So, okay. But you can ask for yeah. help. So, guys, uh, <laughs> but, but I know enough about how Beatsart is laid out that I would recognize these pens correlate to where we've been. I just can't make sense of the other pens. Yes. Okay, cool. So I turn to you guys like, okay. Uh, there's a glare on the map. There's a glare. <laughs> Not anymore. Um, okay, so you guys, these blue pens look like where we've been, but since I sort of can't recognize these other places, would you guys mind taking a look at these other ones, see if you no. can make any sense of Splash's master plan he's got going on here on this map? Sure. Sure. I climb up next to where you are, I assume, looking. Yeah, that. right. All right, give me an investigation oh, on right. it. Well, I did roll an 18 earlier. Ah, you shouldn't have rolled uh, it then. Well, I got a 12 plus one for Okay. With that, uh, the you can tell the green pins. Uh, specifically, there's two that seem to match up with some of the posters that you checked out earlier on the okay. wall. Gotcha. So uh, you can tell that, like, basically those green pins more like... Uh, more or less tell where Splash has uh, played a show around Beats Gotcha. Art. So, um, and I tell you what, just give me a straight intelligence check. Nine plus Jote. Okay. So with a 10, you're kind of scratching your head. You've been able to make, you, you've been told what the blue pins mean. You made sense of the green pins, but the yellow pins, you just, you can't suss out what might be, what those might be referencing. All right, Yashi. Clean up hitter time with these intelligence checks. Let's do it. Uh, I'm still at the desk. I have my sponge out. And I'm like mopping up the <laughs> ink. Yashi, okay. what happened? Nothing. I'm, I'm collecting ink for my ink vial because I have an empty one. So yeah. I sponge it all up and squeeze it into my ink vial. I'm like, look at that. Great. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. And uh, uh, I guess my hands are like covered in ink. Yeah. So I'll just wipe them off. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'll come over there and check out the yellow pins. All right. You give me an investigation <laughs> check. Eight. No. Uh, this other blue pen, like, here's all the places we have been, but this one, I can recognize Barry. I don't recognize the other word. What does that say? Oh, yeah. Elder. Oh, oh Elder Barry. So sometimes you can actually have two words and put well, them together yeah, to make a new word. 
So I guess it'd be nice to learn that, but also that's not the Discord in Fields, so that's kind of weird because we haven't been to a place called Elderberry. So okay. Did well, Splash say that Alola told him that we were going somewhere different? Yeah. Oh. Maybe that's where he thought we were going. Well, in case we do go there, I'd like to be able to read it when we arrive. So. Sure. Right. Well, let's get out of this office because 10 minutes is probably close to elapsing. Yes. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably, he says. So. <laughs> go do a little lesson out in the hallway. Yeah, let's go out in the hallway. The acoustics are better Sweet. out there anyways. And, or is there uh, uh, maybe a classroom next door where we can like have him sit down and... Just make sure on the board. <laughs> Not, nothing else you want to check out around the around the room before you head out. Well, d- would it require another investigation, or is it something we just see? I mean, one thing, uh, Yasha, I will say that you noticed as you were cleaning up and everything. You notice, yeah, there's a top to the desk, but there's also drawers on this desk. Okay. Do you want to? Yes. We can. Ab- yeah, absolutely. In case it's like a national treasure style. Yes. <laughs> secret compartment uh-huh. desk. Okay. All and that, that, perm- that permission slip, I, I crumpled it and put it in my pocket. Okay, cool. I'm try to look at it later in the light or something. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So we're all investigating the desk now. Let's do it. Yeah, investigation city. Investigation station. I got a 10 plus one. Got Control a f- 15. One I did. Jeez. Phew. Uh, that is a 14 plus two. And 15. Okay. Razzle just pretty much sees the, the drawers and is like, yeah, there's some drawers. Y'all, y'all start pulling <laughs> them open. The first drawer you open up, it just it's filled with pudding cups. Okay. Like that is true. Yeah. F- sure. Full or empty? Uh some empty, some full. So we should take some for was, later. Yeah. yeah. Sure. How many are you taking? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What? Three. We're taking some of Splash's I mean, pudding cups. I'm hungry, like out it's been of a long desk. day. Yashi, think about this. Please. Okay, look just at it. Just one? They're not made uh, of bear berries. No, no, are, are there sure. any? <laughs> <laughs> um, are there any like spins in there? Oh also? yeah, plastic ones. Oh, no, okay. he doesn't have plastic spins. Plastic's not he even actually, a thing. No, I'm sorry. You you look in there and you see uh, it's wrapped in crushed velvet. There's something wrapped in crushed velvet near the uh, empty. Sp- Is it spoon shaped? Um, it's the holy uh, grail of pudding cups. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, you don't know. It's a little roll of crushed velvet. What's in there? I grab it. Oh, you boy. grab it. It feels. Like familiar, like, oh, like the shape of a spoon. I mean, it feels like it's got a handle and like a very round oh, end. I'll unroll it. You unroll it and you see like a really fine-looking spoon that has <laughs> the the handle has uh, an emerald inlaid in it with two ruby kind of offshoots coming off of oh, it. It's his Christmas spoon, um, and oh uh, it's uh, it's engraved and it says to the head melodian of the Apollonian court symbol. I really want this. Yashi, we cannot take it's this so spoon. Pretty. Yashi, look at me. Look at me. Oh. Okay, just hold on. Just I just, I just want to hear. Okay, I just want to like see one thing. Okay. So I'm gonna like take a spoon out of my pocket and just tap them together real quick to see how it sounds. Uh, you remember your adamantine spoon sounded pretty good. This thing rings like fine crystal. Oh, oh god. It has a. It has like. A gorgeous sustain to it. the The attack is crisp, but not too tinny. Uh, it, it's just it's like giving me ASMR. Just like hearing no. you describe <laughs> a spoon. Uh, but oh. yeah, it's a really, really nice looking spoon, and it looks like it's perfect for eating pudding. All right, I'm gonna look at it and be like, "You will be mine. <laughs> <laughs> you will be mine." And I wrap it back up and put it back in the drawer. The real question here is, who's giving Splash spoons? That's what I want to know, Yashi. I mean, I, I, I where did? But- yeah, maybe. Uh, who knows? So that's one drawer out of the oh, three. Right. <laughs> okay. So we're not taking pudding, or can I just take one? How many puddings are there? Twelve. I'm taking one. Oh, boy. Okay. okay. She is uh, quite brash about He'll it. He'll never all. know. And 
I did a 17 plus 9 for sleight of hand, and I take two. And then I, <laughs> and then yeah. I slip one to, uh, yeah, and I yeah. slip one to Yashi. Yeah, Razzo, you're watching Yashi just take one, like, ugh, I'm and sorry. you totally miss Randy steal two. <laughs> I'm, like, pleading with you, like, please, we have to leave this place untouched. It's um, fine. We'll eat it together later, and it'll be great. Okay. In the second drawer, as you move past the pudding cup drawer, which I did not think would capture your attention suchly, uh, you notice the second drawer looks like it has a lot of ripped up paper inside of it and a very mangled version of the teacher's manual for yep. strumlots. <laughs> These um, were just making paper airplanes out of ripped out pages. Like, yeah. Seriously? Yeah, it doesn't oh, seem to, no. like, you know, like there's pages ripped out here and there. And it looks like, disrespected. Yo, yeah, yeah, in a major way. <laughs> sure. Uh, but you get past that drawer and the third drawer, you pull the drawer open you hear like a weird jostling sound but inside you notice rests a stack of like scholarly looking papers like thick submissions so yeah are they all from finger bones trying to get into strum lots? <laughs> yeah every single one of them <laughs> okay. why I should be in strum lots yeah. oh, no no so uh, sad. if you go through them you notice that uh, it looks like students you're not familiar with but they do have a marking that signifies that they are upperclassmen okay uh, so definitely like you know junior and senior level students that have been submitting you know these writings and looks like symbol has gone through and given notes and is taking care of them and as you get to the bottom of that you notice that there's a, a grade book at the bottom of it. <gasps> Jackpot! It has its own like little latch and lock on it that's uh, keeping it closed. You got that spell ready again? Yep. And other than this, uh, Razzle, that's all you notice. Yashi, you notice that with this third drawer, it seems like there is something going on with this uh, with this third drawer. Like there's some kind of weird bottom to it. And you also notice it looks like there might be some kind of trap going on with it. Nailed it. Randy, with your roll of a 16, you notice that the same thing that Yashi just noticed, but you realize how you can bypass the trap. As you're looking at the drawer, you look on the underside and you notice there's the hole in diameter almost equal to the mallets that are on the desk. Oh, okay. Uh, did you guys pick up on this weird little bottom trap thing that's going on in this drawer? Well, I'm actually recounting all these pudding cups and it seems like there may be two missing... <laughs> Well, that's fine. That's so weird. Yeah. No, sorry. Uh, you probably no. just miscounted in the first yeah. place. It's oh, yeah. fine. I mean, I'm working on my reading. You can work on your counting. It's going to be a group effort. Sick burn. Yeah. I, I don't <laughs> think so, though. Well, you can try counting you them again later. working on your counting, Randy. <laughs> I learned all the entire number system recently. Maybe and we won't teach you going later. <laughs> um, but yeah, it looks like there's a little trap here in the bottom of this drawer, but these mallets, it looks like they could, like, fit into this hole and maybe deactivate it. Oh. You want to take a little look-see? Let's do it. All right. So I'd use the mallets and deactivate the trap. Okay. So you take the mallet and you put it on the underside of the drawer and stick it through the hole and you see it lifts up this false bottom on this drawer. Okay. Uh, and then, and then, and then. And then, and then inside <laughs> you see that there is a diary that is uh, fairly old. That's that's dude, that that's Splash's personal striz, man. Is I'm there not... a lock on the diary? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, I'm I'm out. If you guys want to do this, I'm gone. Isn't this like what you wanted? Was yeah. this, Don't you want to know like, all the secrets? Look, I was more concerned about Squid Vicious and other things that he might have been keeping from us, which doesn't really look like it. But look, why he keeps his personal diary. At his desk. I don't know. It seems like it should be like on his nightstand in his bedroom somewhere. But look, man, I'm chaotic good. Like <laughs> The chaos is getting in here, but the good is not reading this personal diary. All right. Well, I'm, I'm honestly fine either way. So okay. if you don't want to, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. I, 
Uh, yeah, all right, fine. Uh, <laughs> we look to Randy and like, I don't know what you're going to do with this, but... <laughs> yeah, well, you probably won't see what I do with it if I do anything, so... Oh, fair. Um, you sure you don't want to take it, Randy? Oh, no, oh, boy. We could just for fun. Just for fun. I know you wouldn't be able to use it or anything, but... Is there a way for us to like stop Eddie? Like, can, can, can Randy scream out and protest and say, "Uh oh, Eddie's trying to take over! Take me on the hallway, quick!" You can try. So wait, I can <laughs> act out like physically when this is happening because I always kind of thought it was like an instantaneous kind of like I've got to act or fight Eddie kind of thing. No, I think I'd give you the opportunity if you wanted to make people aware of it happening. Oh, okay, yes. cool. I'd be cool with that. You've well, never ever been like, "Hey, guess what's hey, happening?" Guess, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I'll bear that in mind for the future, but. Randy's definitely tempted by this journal, so, um... You gonna go with it, Randy? Oh, that's right there. Can you do something to help me make it even more stealthy? Like, maybe mm. you make it happen? Ooh, I think that might be possible. Yeah, because I don't want to risk them here. seeing it, so if you can, can whip something up, that'd be mighty tasty of okay, you. Okay, it'll be quite a sacrifice, Randy. Are you ready? Sacrificing. Oh, you'll find out. Let's do this. Oh. Um, <laughs> and you feel your tattoo starting to heat up, and you feel arconic magic surge from it. And it's almost like these weird tendrils that start working its way down your body and out of your shirt. Razzle and Yashi, it's really, really difficult to see. Uh, if you wanted to try, it'd be a perception check at disadvantage. Okay. And uh, But, Randy, you can see them almost as clear as day. It's, sure. But yeah, so I'm gonna roll a sleight of hand. Okay. I got a five plus five, so ten. And I got a ten plus one. Okay, yeah, so you you don't notice these tendrils going in and Randy, you see them creeping into the desk and it's once they touch the book, the book seems to almost like phase shift in a way. Whoa. And it looks like it's being drawn out while also being there at the same time. But you can feel once the tendrils pull back this odd phase looking version of the book you can feel a solid item inside your shirt wow and yashi and razzle i guess i'm probably talking to yashi about you know i'm not taking that book no way like uh, that's that's something that probably a chaotic evil person would do but not this chaotic (laughs) good boy it's true you know we got the pudding cup let's just just go yeah you and me yashi we're going places (laughs) come on yeah i can come too right yeah sure as long as uh, we Uh, got a, a lesson to teach you outside yeah a good one a yeah. good lesson all right well you can hear a voice coming from the hallway that says uh chaos sauce are y'all down here and you recognize <laughs> it's nurse oda joy close all the drawers let's go, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> oh did we open are the vents open they look yeah. open they look yeah open. they're open okay oh, good. You. yeah yeah we opened the vents yeah, we're good. i kicked over some ink on the desk while we were trying to get up there so we're all very short okay uh yashi <laughs> give me a deception at advantage because there's some truth to your lie 12 and 1. <laughs> She's just like, okay, well, uh, that, that's it's, a, it's just a mess. It's fine, I'm yeah, sure. I'm so sorry. I'm sure my hands are covered in ink. I'm like, I tried to clean it up. But I feel so bad. I think I ruined some papers. Um, I'm sure it'll be okay. It's not the worst thing that's happened recently. <laughs> so, um, but the cure has been administered. Um, I recommend maybe getting some rest at this time. Yeah, you shouldn't encounter anything, any problems. I walked through a couple of areas of the school, and it looks like most of the students who are infected are now uh, recovering. Although there's a lot of them, so they're probably just going to be there for a day or so. Sure. Um, but I, I'd recommend returning back to your dorms and getting some rest. But he- how are you doing, Nurse Otto Joy? Feeling much better. Oh, good. Yeah. This entire situation has yeah. worked out really well. I'll be sure to uh, let Alola know that whenever she comes to uh, that. 
you were a, a boon to this situation. Uh, uh, you helped. All right. So yeah. uh, believe me, it, your assistance will be recognized. Cool. So, thank you. Hey, would you guys mind if like I got my dad and let him rest it out on our couch in the common oh, area? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, that's absolutely fine. We, you know, come pick him up literally right now, I guess. Cool, yeah. I got some potpourri I can whip up and it'll be great. Oh, great. Okay. So uh, let's fast forward things real quick. <laughs> you go and you you get your father. You got him lifted. You got his base and everything. I mean, I am tiny ashy still. Can I still lift him or am I not tiny uh, I think at this point, it, it was probably like 15 minutes in the basement, 20 minutes for the spell to start and then walking around. You're probably, you're probably getting back to the office and you start to like power up. Yeah. And so you begin <laughs> oh, back to your great. regular size. And you're able to carry your father, no problem, and everything. And y'all make your way through the common room dormitories. And of course, yeah, there's a bunch of students littered around, just kind of <laughs> just, passing out, zonked out. And, it's like the biggest party ever. It's yeah, from Lost. It looks like there was a yeah. really big party. Yeah. Do, you, do you guys want to go around and like draw stuff on people's faces? I've got all this ink now. Oh, yes. Sure. <laughs> okay. You do that. <laughs> and it's hilarious. It's, it's hilarious. Everybody's going to wake up really confused, maybe. It's like whenever people fall asleep and Jigglypuff is singing and everyone yes. just wakes up and they all Absolutely. <laughs> so, but after you do this, you make your way up the bassoon elevator to pad, whatever pad I said in the <laughs> I earlier. Can't I can't remember. But you make it back to your dorm room and you're walking down the hallway and you're approaching your door and you notice your door is slightly ajar. Uh, no worries. That's from all that stuff Joy did. Just push it right open. You push it open, and you see that your room has been ransacked. Oh. Each of your individual doors are opened as well. I mean, the couch is overturned. Uh, your potpourri dish is broken and on the floor. <gasps> um, <laughs> Yashi, you correct the couch and get your father, you know, situated. You notice the mini fridge that you had mentioned, I guess. Yeah, uh, with the that's finger been, in it? Yeah, that's gone. Where's the finger? That's a good question. You don't know, but it's gone. <laughs> Um, what about my spoon cabinet? You go into your room, your spoons are all gone. There is, uh, looks like somebody has also uh, kind of defaced your James Vandersneak poster. And uh, it looks like somebody's drawn a mask on him. A very familiar looking mask. Oh, boy. What do you mean familiar looking? Uh, well, it looks like the kind of mask that Rhiannon was wearing. Oh, no. Oh, what kind of boots does Rhiannon wear? I don't know. Was she going up an elevator earlier in there? <laughs> <laughs> Randy, you enter your room, and uh, you notice everything's disheveled as fudge. But I didn't say fudge. I said the word, the yeah. big one, the queen mother of dirty <laughs> yeah, words, <you> the <laughs> F-dash-dash-dash word. I had broken the number one verboten rule. <laughs> I deserved to die. Is that all your notes are? Yeah, that's all my notes are, movie quotes. It's great. Movie quotes uh, for notes yeah. via DM. Uh, but yeah. no, uh, you notice uh, written in Thieves' Cant on the wall, there's a series of symbols that you can ascertain to mean, we want your first mark back. Oh, and this would be in reference to the organ? Yeah. And Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. Oh, no. Um, okay, I'll keep that in mind. But yeah, that's the main thing that sticks out to you. Razzle, you go through your room. All of your potpourri, gone, man. <sighs> Just gone? Your, your backlog, your stash is gone. Your uh, your poster for Mount Tain has been redone and turned upside down. Oh, but uh, you are you're all kind of like in, in a little bit of a haze trying to piece all this together, and you come back into the common room, and you all kind of like look at top to you know bottom to top one more time, and you all look up. Randy, you don't know what this says, but uh, Razzle and Yashi, you see uh, written on your ceiling, it says, "I want my other finger back." <laughs> 